Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. You must be Daisy. I'm here to help. I want to be an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Probably happens all the time. Why not let S.H.I.E.L.D. make this universe the best it can be? And how do you plan on doing that? Killing. Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. gone rogue. Probably happens all the time. You have Discord front row seats to the greatest show on Earth. Control the power. You want to see control? GBN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Welcome to another installment of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Vintage. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we are getting right down to it. We have reached episode 11, uh, a brand new day. And Wednesday, we got the two-hour season final, and that'll be all she wrote for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm, I've got to be honest with you, honey. It's, it's making me sad. Well, it's like, honestly making me truthfully sad. I say we, uh, that's the one thing when you watch these shows, especially over a number of years, uh, you get emotionally invested in everybody. And when it ends, it's kind of sad. <laughs> uh, but uh, it actually is going to depend how they end it because we've had some shows that we liked a lot. And by the after when it was done, we were You're really like, happy. What but <laughs> that was how you ended it. Yeah, which uh, was fine. Game I, of Thrones, I feel like that's fine. not going to be what happens. Here. No, I, I, I just don't believe it. Uh, I, and from everything I've that to me because emotionally, I don't think I can handle it. I could possibly slip my wrist. I'd well, I don't know. Take that out yeah. of there. And it's just, we don't need to talk about my my depression. <laughs> You say after after you laugh it off. Okay, <laughs> that's all right. We don't have anything sharp enough around here to do any damage. <laughs> let's let's start all over again. Nope, I'm sorry. We no, can't do that. Nope. I'm Kathy. Too late. Yes, no. This is nope, it. We're not just, I'm Kathy. We're not doing it. Yes, we're doing <laughs> no, we're it. You're gonna go right from here. You're gonna go right. Nope, I can cut off this this yeah. normal section. And here. I'm Kathy. Well, we're not starting for that because then I gotta go through the whole rigmarole I just went through as far as ages as she will go. So we're not doing it. It's already that's already laid out there. That's fine. It's when you went off on a tangent that caused the problem. Okay, well I'm Kathy. <laughs> okay, we got that settled up. Okay. All right, let's go. All right. So uh just like we started every uh show, I give my lovely wife an opportunity to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And uh we're back at it again. So All right, well, the floor is yours, my dear. The only thing I want to talk about today is how this entire week has been uh an emotional roller coaster for me for many reasons mainly because of my sleep deprivation and i'm really starting to get really sad about agents of shield any 
so we had to start it over again, watching it again from the beginning. What's the happy time? I just, you know, I think maybe that what I would really like to see is all my dreams come true. (laughs) No, but honestly, I, I am emotionally invested in it. I am really sad about stuff that's happening, but really happy they're still moving forward to get where they got to go. And we're talking about the show now. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, Yes, because my sleep deprivation is caused by my son and the fact that I can't let things go because I'm a control freak. Well, of course, also the problem is, is they're, what, like three to four weeks away from regular school. And although they basically know they're going to do the virtual thing for the first semester, they don't know anything else. They don't know how it's going to work. They don't know anything, so basically. So, so uh, because of that, we, uh, you know, we're kind of in limbo and trying to decide how to set up here. And then, of course, someone has to be here for Jeffrey because uh, he's not going to sit there and... <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey's not going to sit there and, and do virtual learning be, with his attention deficit disorder. Anyway. No, all they're going to be staring at is the back of an empty chair. For sure. Oh, so anyway. Yeah. So let me just say this about Jeffrey. Yeah. What about Jeffrey? He's enjoyed, he's enjoyed that, um, the commercial the public service announcement so much. Oh, you mean ours? Yes. That, um, and I told you this already, but I'm going to tell you again. Um, that I inserted his name into it. Yeah, this morning. Yeah, he liked it. He was very excited about that part. <laughs> so he enjoyed that. Anyway, so that's all. That's all. I ain't got enough to say. Let's just get into this thing because I want to talk about this. this because, actually, this I want important. to talk about this one and because I want to lead into the final of what we think is going to go on. Right. Okay. So well, I just, said the same thing the whole time, but. Right. And from just little hints and bits and pieces I've gotten, I think you're going to be proven to be correct. We'll see. Uh, if they don't throw a. Big old monkey wrench. Right. You know, it. a twist into it. So anyway, so a brand new day, basically it comes off right as the last, last week's episode ended, which is uh, Daisy's mother was killed. Uh, and. Uh, Malik took Gemma along with uh, Garrett into the Zephyr. Mm-hmm. And they're tracking them. In the beginning of this episode, they're tracking them on the satellite thing, and it disappears. So they're trying to figure out, well, what happened? Of course, Seuss thinking, well, maybe they jump. He said, no, you, you, they couldn't have jumped. The jump's not working. And, of course, Daisy's adamant that... Because they had the Zephyr, so it doesn't matter. What, what I mean, because it's not working. Right. And, and that's where they're at, right? Uh, Garrett and... Malik and Jimmy are on the Zephyr. Right. They took the Zephyr, which is has is the was the one that has the jump drive. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's saying it can't jump because the jump drive's not working, which it doesn't. So basically, all the thing is what they did is they just went above the satellites. They're in space. Right. Uh, so in the meantime, the Quinjet arrived back with Mac, Yo-Yo, and Colson and Cora, mm-hmm. and of course, Cora believes that. I mean, excuse me, that uh, Daisy believes Cora knows where they took Gemma. So she goes down to greet them and uh, force slams here, slams her against the wall, right, and grabs her by the throat and tells her to tell her where Gemma is. And of course, Max saying to let her let her go, and she lets her down. Of course, Cora is still going on her little spiel from the end of last episode that she wants to be an agent of Shield, right? And nobody believes that, right? Well, I mean, why should they? But she's saying that the way uh, you know that her and Malik 
just want to save lives. Said, and we already have. We saved mine. We saved Sousa's. Which, again, they had nothing to do with saving Sousa. Mm -hmm. That was all Colson and them that saved him. Mm -hmm. uh, truth because, be known, they had, if it was their way, they would have killed Sousa. They didn't care. Right. Well, that's what that wasn't that the Chronicons were right. trying to shoot. Right. Him? So for her to say that they uh, saved lives by saving Sousa, no, no, they didn't. Uh, and of course, then Max said, "Well, you haven't. There have been lives lost too." And she goes, "Yeah, your parents. That that was regrettable. That wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, but it did prove one thing. And what did it? What did she say that proved? That the timeline was changeable. I love it when I throw those out at you when you're not ready for it. But you're absolutely correct because saying that the timeline is." Basically, well, what you, I'm glad you, said, you feel so good no, about no, that. No, well, because uh, it kind of makes me feel pussy. Yeah, well, you said that at the uh, in the uh, one of the during the part of last episode, what you said, well, it's already wrecked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, like, it, yeah, that's what you said. It is so, already said, wrecked. It's already wrecked. So stop trying to fix it. It's right. it's wrecked. Right. Uh, and you just got to get a salvage what you got out of what you got. Right. And she said the best way we think that shield can save lives is by killing people. And of course, Colson going, so basically you just want to do the same thing that uh, Project Insight right. did, but you want to put a different bow on it. Right. right. So uh, she said, yes, yeah, so we kill people. So we don't, we, need the, we don't need in the future, in the other timeline future, in uh, the Avengers where the uh, all the helicarriers were uh, up in the... In, uh, As Winter Soldier. Whatever. What did they call it? Avengers. Okay, well, it is an Avengers movie. No, it's a sort of. Captain America movie, actually. Whatever. Isn't he an Avenger? He's the first Avenger. <laughs> yes. Isn't he so, now? So I'm right. So I wrong. am right, and you are wrong. So there. Well, very good. Okay, so uh, so while they're talking with Cora, and of course, uh, Mac is telling Cora that he said, you know, you don't. I don't think you understand what Shield's about. We don't kill people. Said that's you know you don't know our motto. We said well it's not really a motto. It's more just like a uh, let's see what's what was the word? Oh, it's more like a method. It's yeah, not, well. so, they're not guidelines. They're just more like uh, helpful suggestions. Uh, so Daisy asked to talk to Cora alone, which is and she when she says it, Cora basically says it right the same time she did. So because Sybil predicted you're going to want to do that, you're going to want to talk to me. So. Uh, Daisy pulls Coral aside, and you know Coral is saying basically that uh, she's always wanted a sibling, and you know together they can do great things. Goes over to be like a superhero sister group. Huh? So I said yeah. I said what is that? Well, uh, all all super powered villains like for them to have somebody to join them and be more villainous. And do you think do you think she's villainous? what she is right now right it's, she's, it's, she's kind of hard to figure a, she's a very um complicated person right and because i feel like first she's suicidal then she's empowered within 24 hours and then you know how do you go from suicidal to empowered in 24 hours i mean don't you kind of got a little get over your little bit of depression where you're just getting ready to blow your brains out? Right. So, and all it took was for Malik to, to say, say, hey, let's just take over the world. Right. Won't you join me? So, okay. I said, no, we're going to have to kill some people. Okay. Well, that's what has to happen. I was going to kill myself. So I'm on, I'm, I'm on that, I'm on that right. track. So anyway. what's the difference between killing if me I and kill killing somebody, somebody else? else. All good. Same. So, and, and, and said, it won't hurt as much. 
for me. <laughs> yeah, so she's kind of a strange uh, person to figure out then. Uh, so anyway, so while she's talking, you know, Daisy's talking to Cora, and she's asked what her relationship was like with her mother, and she goes that, you know, it was fine until uh, I got my power, and then, you know, she started, according to her, her mother started pushing her away. I, actually, I think it's the other way around. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and she told Daisy, you know, I'm sorry that you didn't have that kind of relationship. I don't think she was pushing her away. I think she was trying to contain her. Right. And it, to, to Cora because thinking until that's she would figure it out. And that, to Cora is thinking that's pushing her, pushing yeah, her away. I suppose. Uh, and of course, you know, Cora tells Daisy said that, uh, you know, I'm sorry you didn't have that kind of relationship with mother. She goes, well, I'm sorry you threw it away. Basically. Yes. Uh, so, uh, she then says that Sybil, the one thing Sybil knew is that Daisy would never let her sister fight alone. And of course, Cora's thinking, her. And Daisy says, well, you're right. And throws it, you know, because she's still cuffed right. in, the cell, right. in the cell that she's talking to her in. So Daisy throws her the key to the cuffs, but then still locks the door on the cell. Uh, so basically that set Daisy's plan, which was to go rescue okay. Gemma. So, so Back on the Zephyr, Nate is uh, trying to extract Fitz's location from Gemma. She's got he's got her in the machine, the same machine he used to uh, let Garrett see his future, and he's trying to extract the, where Fitz is. And but he, all he's getting mm -hmm. is Gemma's memory. And Grant Ward dropped them and Fitz in the pod into the ocean. Right. And he pulls his hand out and says, "As much as I would love to see Fitz go back into catatonic state again." That's not what I'm looking for. Why can't I see what I want to see? So he goes in there and tries it again. Still can't get it. So now he's getting frustrated. Said, I, why can't I, you know, I'm supposed to be able to see whatever I want to see and I'm not doing it. So how are you blocking me? So she just looks at him and says, well, maybe it's because you don't, you know, you're not very good at what you're doing. And so, of course, he slaps her. And he doesn't face her any. She just kind of looks him down. So he says, okay, then if that doesn't do anything, so bring in the grandson. So they bring in Deke. Now Deke had gotten captured. You know, at the end of last episode, he was loose on the ship. Right. So he started looking around, trying, you know, uh, reconnoitering the place. And he said at the time that it was like Nakatomi Plaza, like mm -hmm. his his game that he designed when back in it with this tech company, which of course he stole from Die Hard. But anyway, so Nakatomi Plaza lasted all about a minute before Garrett materialized behind him and captured him. And apparently between then and now, they've been beating on him for whatever reason. So he he said, had a pretty good little gash on his head. Yeah, so he looked a little beaten up. And his mouth was all bloody. Yeah. Uh, so they bring him in and kneeling down on the floor. And of course, he's looking he at him. He said, hi, Nana. Right. And asked, uh, so how her day's gone? <laughs> uh, so in the meantime, of course, you know, Daisy had talked to Cora. And she decided she was going to go save Gemma. And her idea to save Gemma was to go in and take a Quinjet and go up after her. Uh, of course, the only problem was is that she's never flown the Quinjet. But of course, on her way to the dock, here comes Daniel Sousa behind her and wondering, hey, where are you going? Hey, and, can I come? Right. And you know, she's basically saying, I, I know you want to help, but for just once, don't just not. And she starts to walk away and he goes ahead and follows her anyway. says, I can tell you getting ready to do something stupid. And what I've learned on all my time that when someone is about ready to do something stupid, they need a backup. <laughs> so I'm going to be your backup. He's to be stupid with them. Right. So I would be your backup. And, goes, and she goes, well, have you ever done anything like this before? Walked away from your post? And he's actually looking at her like, what? No. 
she goes, okay, then. Well, this is, this is good. So come on. <laughs> uh, and of course, Daisy's thinking, and to me, it's rightful thinking, is that because Sybil knows so much about what they do, she's predicting what they're going to do. So she thinks the only way to beat her is to start thinking outside the box of what they would normally do. Right. So this is kind of outside that box. So they get in the Quinjet, and this is when Sousa realizes that Daisy's never flown it before. And she's in there looking around at the switches and everything. So you've never flown this thing before? She goes, no, but everyone else has. So how hard can it be? <laughs> so uh, while she's trying to figure it out, Matt comes in and said, so you think you're going to be taking the Quinjet without director authorization to open the bay doors? Uh, said, so he goes in, keys in, director authorization. Okay, you've been, you've been authorized. Said, uh, but uh, so get out of the pilot seat. So I'm going to go with you. Said, go before I change my mind. So they take off. So while they're taking off, Colson and May are watching from the control room. And May's thinking, well, this is great. This is not, this is not good. Another bunch. We, lo we lose uh, Gemma and Deke. And now we're losing uh, Daisy yeah. and Mac. Uh, and Colson, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's going to be Anson, so, correct? So uh, she doesn't think it's a bad idea. And of course, Colson's thinking, no, I think they got the right idea. We need to start thinking outside the box. And so, so the you know, director going rogue. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so in the meantime, he's saying, okay, we need to find out what Cora's doing here because she's not here to become an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. over here. Uh, so to do that, I need you to talk to her because, you know, you have this ability now. Right. You need to read her thoughts and figure out, you know, or figure out exactly why she's actually here. Mm -hmm. So, in the meantime, back on the Zephyr, uh, they're uh, beating on Deke, trying to get Gemma to explain to him how she's blocking him. Right. Uh, and they figure that that yeah, they're, just, yeah. they're getting they're trying to make her do it because I'm beating him. Right. And of course, oh, right. And of no. course, uh, she doesn't break, and neither does Deke. Right, because they know they can't. Right. And not to mention the fact that, well, it doesn't matter what. Uh, uh, D can't do yeah, nothing. And Gemma can't remember it, period. Right. I mean, as far as a verbal remembrance. Right. So he can't, you know, he, can't, he said, so, you know, you can take pain talking to Deke. He mm -hmm. said, you know, that's, that's impressive. But uh, say, what if we do this? So we grab Jim by the neck and start to quake her neck. He mm -hmm. said, I'm going to cause her to have a hemorrhage. She's going to go into a coma if you don't tell me right. you know, how she's blocking you. Of course, I mean, he Deke course, knows how he's, she's blocking you, but there's yeah. nothing he can do about getting it out or right. anything. And not to mention the fact that it, he, he's let him quake her and put her in a coma. How's that going to help you? I mean, again, he's just doing the emotional right. thing. And of course, and it's bothering Deke. Sure. Uh, but while he's doing it, he notices the what you call the little predator lights in the back of her neck where the implant is. So he stops quaking her, and uh, he's looking at the back of her neck. Of course, Deke realizes that he's found the implant, and he starts to get up and go after him, and he quakes Deke up against the wall and knocks right. him out and said, that right. was for my old man. So then he tells his henchmen, okay, now you guys need to find a way to get this thing out of the back of her neck. Uh, so while this is going on, the Quinjet is heading into space after the Zephyr. And uh, they leave the Earth's atmosphere. And this is Sousa's first time being in space. So initially, he's in his seat and he's starting to float up. And so mm -hmm. uh, Mac turns on the gravity and sits back down. Right. But then he's looking out the portal and seeing the outside. So, wow, is that, you know, in my time, we dreamed about seeing this. Right. Uh, 
He said, well, that's good, but we're getting ready to turn on those thrusters to head toward the Zephyr, so you might want to buckle in. All right. So that's what he, he does. They buckle in, and they're heading toward the Zephyr. And in the meantime, May is back at Lighthouse. He's going to talk to Cora. Of course, Cora is bringing up her time, uh, the Calvary thing in Bahrain, saying that, you know, you're despicable. Yeah. You killed that little girl when you didn't need to. She needed help. She didn't need to be killed. Right. And, of course, May has been, you know, made peace with that a long, long time ago. Right. Said that she was out of control. There was nothing, no way to talk her down. She had to be stopped. So right. that's what I did. She's out. She was out of control just like you are. Yeah. And, of course, she goes, gets Cora a little mad. She goes, I'll show you out of control. And she punches the wall with her power, and it knocks the lighthouse's power out. Of course, when it knocks the lighthouse and power out, it knocks down their firewall, which allows Sybil, who's been in the power grid all this time, to get to into, the systems, into the into into system's their computer. System, right. So they realize that and said that uh, in the meantime, uh, May is Sybil has put a message to locals and a bunch, right. a bunch, a bunch of computer code right. stuff. And she may keeps reading what she's saying. Coach says, You know, I can't <laughs> read. You don't have to keep doing that. She goes, Well, can you read the rest of it? The computer code. And said, he was like, hmm, goes, uh, yes, I can. Well, actually, yeah, originally he said, no, I don't think I can. So he, but he started looking right. at it, and apparently he can. Right. So now Mac and, of course, uh, Mac and Daisy are, are, they've gotten the Zephyr up into space, and they're just kind of waiting. Right. Uh, and they're making preparations to make, um, be able to stay up in space as long as they can. So they've pretty much cut most essential mm -hmm. power, uh, and they're just kind of waiting. Yeah. Uh, so in the meantime, Daisy brings up that Enoch had said, and this was one of my favorite parts of this episode, the, the couple conversations between Mac and Daisy and then Mac and Susa. Right. Uh, but Mac's talking, and Daisy says, Enoch said this was going to be our last mission together. And he said, yeah, could be. It's time. And she didn't understand why he's taking it so, what, what her so lately. She goes, yeah, but uh, we're family. And he said, well, you know, that's what families do. They break, you know, they go their separate ways from time to time. So there is this thing called a phone. <laughs> so, you know, I know you, you millennials like to just think you know, all you do is take selfies <laughs> with it. But back in the 80s, we used to actually talk to people. <laughs> so, you know, we can call each other. Uh, and, of course, he's not only talking about their situation. He's talking about the whole the cast situation that's being there last time. Are you tearing up? Is it sad? That's okay. Uh, so... You know, again, it was it was a, a nice little scene, basically talking both parts about the show and you know the end of the show where the actual cast will be going to separate ways. Uh, and then he, then uh, she goes and she goes to the back, and then Susan comes up. To the, well, not, oh, not oh yeah, yeah. Okay, then. so uh, so he's asking her about Susan, right? And she goes, well, when we were doing that time jumping thing, I might have kissed you. <laughs> and he starts smiling. He said, uh, what do you smile about? Because uh, I won $20 from Yo-Yo. <laughs> <Yogo. laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, then he goes, you know, again, then he addresses again the fact that things, things are going to change. He says, yeah, they're going to change. But that's okay. It's going to change. Now, like I said, that, that's the first conversation. He said, which was, like I said, couple of the best parts of the episode. Uh, in the meantime, Nathaniel's men has found the device that Gemma uses to retract, to take the implant out. But of course, there's a, it's, she, it's a special code that only she knows. Right. And she doesn't either, she doesn't remember or she's not going to give it to them. Right. So they can't make it work. Right. 
uh, and of course, he's now uh, he's getting even more pissed off, right. and he throws it through the glass. And, I, and, and the line he says here, I think, is kind of telling about Nathaniel. He said, "I'm sorry. I'm used. To, I'm, I'm used to getting what I want." I think that's part of his problem all along. Is and which again comes back to the brother. Mm-hmm. I think back in the original timeline, it was the brother who. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. He got what he wanted, mm-hmm. and now it's Nathaniel who gets. It. And he why would Nathaniel it. get what he wants? Because the brother is gone. That's right. what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he already, he already, um, because I believe that uh, when all that thing happened, and um, he was starting to, I, I think the crime comms told um, somehow or another he figured out that his brother was going to end up. Or as you said, the crime comms could have told him, and he just turned the tables on it fine whatever okay so so anyway so he's a little mad uh, i wonder if we'll hear but i wonder if they'll wrap that up so we know how that timeline shifted uh there's, there's a whole bunch of holes that they're going to fill up in the in the last I hope two so. hours I'm I, hope so. uh, I just want i i just would like to know if it was what we think or you know if he just you know if he just said hey you know so anyway, so he, so he can't get it to her that way. So now he's frustrated about how he's going to do it. Okay, back on the base in the system, Coulson is trying to use his newfound computer skills to block her out. Right. Uh, but in the meantime, he says, I need for you to talk to Cora again. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, I don't know if that's a good idea. Last time I talked to her, she got ticked off and, right, and blew, blew the power. So in the meantime, while they're discussing this, Sybil unlocks all the cells. Right. Now there's... Two guys down in the cells underneath him, and Yo-Yo had been watching them. Mm-hmm. And the reason she had been watching them is because she was concerned about Garrett, since he could, you know, materialize in right. the house. She wanted to be there. So anyway, so when Sybil unlocked the cells, uh, Yo-Yo was looking at her laptop, you know, because she's not thinking anything's going to happen. So they get out, and the guy is one of the guys is the guy who can materialize the knife. Right. So he's coming up behind her to think he's going to cut her and of course she realizes there she takes care again uh, since she's had her powers revamped uh, she don't seem to have much trouble with people uh she knocked out the one guy threw him into the control room and then dragged in the other guy and uh at the same time now of course if their cells are open cora cell is open and cora comes in and starts talking about uh again about killing people and Colson saying, see, you know, you're talking about uh, you and Malik saving people. So this guy, this mercenary guy, these are the kind of guys he's saving. So she goes, so she looks at him and kills him. Corbett kills him. So there, so that's one guy that wasn't supposed to be alive that's now dead. You feel better about your time right now? Uh, so she's sitting there telling him that she's got a list of 30 people that they think they should kill. And Yo-Yo asks, okay, so what's on this list? Of course, they're going, we don't care to know what's on the list, let's just hear it. So the first person she mentioned is Grant Ward. And Colson goes, well, he's just a kid. 
And she goes, well, there's That's thousands of lives there. Right. And, them now. and of course she says, but hey, now, there's but, at least one person in here who doesn't mind killing kids. Which I thought was kind of a little blow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing that bothered me about that 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 thought process is, and when Colson said, hey, I saw a timeline where he was a good guy, but that timeline's gone. And that timeline has ended. And well, so Edgar, that one got screwed when basically Garrett, uh, and now Garrett, Garrett. And now, Garrett, according to Cora, she's saying that Ward would turn out bad whether Garrett was there or not, uh, which is why Colson said that's not necessarily that's true, true because we've already seen that with the proper guidance. But we, wasn't that? That was in the framework, though. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, that's that was, not, that's not even I know, real. but still, but he basically, he's basically saying, you know, Victoria Ham was his mentor then, and right. he turned out good. So there's, you can't say there's no possibility for right. someone to turn him around. Uh, so, and of course, Cora's saying, you know, you know that's fine. Said, but I just want to prove to but people. But hold on a minute. What's that? Let's rewind that, that back again. I'm going to have to go with Cora on that one. He'd be bad one way or the other. Because you know, Why would you think that? Because the framework was supposed to be what you wished you were. I know, but he wasn't even alive then. I mean, they just, they just threw him in there. I'm not even sure why they threw him in there. Oh, maybe it's what everybody wished he was. I, again, I'm not sure I why mean, they threw uh, Grant Ward in there. I don't know, because I don't know of anybody who would have said, yeah, I'd like to see Grant Ward back here again. I don't know. Okay. I, think they, I think they threw him in the framework just to muscle people's heads. Uh, but, but regardless, uh, you know, Cora... It's so fancy anyway. Right. So. so anyway, so Cora is saying that, you know, all she's basically wanting to do is to show her mother that this is who she is, and that's okay. So when May hears or says that, she goes, well, we, your mother's here. We can show you her right now, what, mm -hmm. you're, what you are. I thought that was going to be horrible. I thought that, well, it didn't turn out well. But but still, but I mean, you know, I guess it was a roll of the dice, uh, yeah. depending on how she was going to react. And this was, I think this was, was, she did this with the idea that there was some good in Cora still. Right. And this might reach that point. So again, we go back up to the Zephyr, and this time Malik's going to go into the mind machine with Gemma, trying to steer her in the right, right direction. Uh, and when he does that, we get a little bit of backstory of what happened, you know, before she went at the end of episode, you know, season six into the temple. Shows them working on you know, working on the time drive and all that stuff, mm -hmm. uh, and they make a mention of a blood test that. A lot of fans, and of course, when I heard it, I assumed too that they were trying to say that Fitz had cancer. Right, or Fitz something. had some kind of disease. disease because of the blood test. Now we don't know that. Blood test is about. You know, I was halfway thinking it. You know, for all we know, it could be about her pregnancy. Um, that's for sure. And you know what? I'm going to be really happy about my my previous predictions week after week, where he's taking care of their child somewhere in the. Right. I, and I think that's probably true, and also why she was so upset when he was telling her he's going to make her forget everything, which included her child. child. Well, and, and this is the other thing, too. I think that what happened, or this is what I would like to think that has happened, and I'm hoping this is what happened. They've already raised their child and, together because they had all the time in the world. Right. And I think that maybe they even, they could have even, uh, now that the timeline is so messed up anyway, Maybe they've already um, had their child. They've raised their child, and maybe even she may have been. I mean, they didn't look old in that 
picture. Well, the only thing I, I and I'm, but I think that was in there. The only thing I wasn't sure of, and again, this is the danger of going, you know, being on Twitter and everything, is they showed a number of pictures of them with a little girl, and this was not a, you know, this was like maybe 10, eight, eight, between eight and 10, maybe, year old girl. Mm -hmm. Maybe, so maybe, maybe she hadn't younger. seen her baby yet. Right. So, or, or maybe she's seen just her not, since then. Right, right. Uh, so, right, there's no telling how old she could be at this point. Right. If that's, you know, again, we're all supposition. We're going to uh, find out in two days. We should probably just stop chatting about right. that. Well, don't worry. Days. By now, everyone is making all kinds of ideas of oh, what's okay. going on. So, I don't think we're stepping on anybody's toes there. Right. Okay. So, but anyway, so during that time where they, after they talk about the blood test, Fitz is telling them that why, you know, because as you say, we got all this time. All right. I think we should just go ahead and live our lives. Right. You know, just go ahead and live. Because, uh, because we can we always can go back. It. Right. We can always go back and then do what we had planned to do. But in the meantime, there's no reason why we can't go ahead and go on with our lives and enjoy it while we got it. Now, if our thing with Colson taught us anything, it was take, have it while, you take you time to live while you got it. So, anyway, that's pretty much what uh, what they said. And of course, this again, this is not what. Uh, Malik is wanting to know, and he's getting in. So where you know, he's sitting there yelling at Fitz. Well, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> sitting, like everyone's like, oh, more here, come join me. Uh, so anyway, so he gets out of the machine. He's pretty now liquored up and pissed off mm -hmm. that he still doesn't know. He said, well, never mind. It doesn't matter anyway, probably. And tells uh, Deke and uh, oh, excuse me, let me back up the truck. Right before they come back out of it, mm -hmm. you see Fitz hugging Gemma, telling her that. You know, Jimmy's saying, I don't want to forget. And she's quite upset. And Jimmy's mm -hmm. saying, you know, it's okay. You got to be strong. And you see her in a room by herself just sitting there saying, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget. I don't mm -hmm. want to forget. Uh, so anyway, so when they come out of the machine, like I said, Malik's all mad because he still hasn't gotten what he wants. He right. still doesn't know where uh, Fitz is. But he said, it doesn't matter because you guys are going to be front row seat at the greatest show on earth. Right. But anyway, so when she gets out, she goes over to Deke. And, you know, Deke's all tied up. She's cutting him loose. And Deke's going, okay, so well, apparently he didn't find out where Fitz, Fitz is. She said, who's Fitz? Right. She, she didn't remember who Fitz is, which, uh, uh, again, pretty much has to do with whatever they're trying to make her forget. Right. Okay. So, meanwhile, back on the Zephyr, this is where Mac and Sousa are sitting up front. And right. Daisy's taking a nap. And... Mac asks Susan what his attentions are with Daisy. It's like, like her dad. Like her dad, right. right. And he says, well, I don't have any attentions with Daisy. He said, well, you better get them real quick because <laughs> this girl's into you. And I'm telling you, she, she doesn't know it yet. But when she does, watch out. Right. Said, and so you best, and he says, yeah, he said, because there's no, and she said, there's no stopping her. I said, right. Said, so, uh, and I like you, but. She's been through, she's been hurt a lot, and I don't want to see her hurt again. Mm -hmm. And she's going, Are you threatening me, sir? I said, No, I'm just telling you. I said, uh, uh, We don't want to hurt. And that's not just me, that's the whole team. Mm -hmm. So basically, you got like five fathers all waiting there at the doorstep when you come to get the girl. <laughs> We're ready to beat the crap out of you if you're not good to the girl. So he says, I promise you, I'd never hurt her. He said, Okay, that's good. She was, and then Max in her thing and said, So, a man out of time and quick. And says, Quake. I said, yeah, that's her superhero name. And he chooses to search life. I said, don't you think it's kind of funny sounding? Quake. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't get it. I don't know why he thinks it's funny. Uh, but they start laughing about it, thinking that they thought it was funny. 
Okay, so but I thought that scene was kind of cute where he's basically right. uh, playing the dad for, uh, and of course they used to be partners at, at a previous season, Mac and Daisy. Right. Uh, so uh, it was kind of nice to see him looking after her. So in the meantime, May took Cora to see Jaijie. That's okay, able to heal her neck. Well, that's what Cora's thinking. Cora's thinking, well, it's okay, she can heal herself. She just mm -hmm. needs some help. Right. So she starts putting her power into her, telling her to I heal. I think there's a lot to too late. That, right. That and point. of course, uh, when she first, you know, when she tries and doesn't work, she's sitting there looking and she says, well, her vertebrae and her neck have been destroyed. She's been quaked. And she initially starts thinking like Daisy, Daisy did. did. She goes, no, you know who did this. Said, and she goes, well, then he must have had a reason. She must have attacked him or anything. Or attacked him or something. Mm -hmm. She goes, no, said, your mother did that to protect Daisy. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, tries somebody, you know, Malik is using you. And she goes, well, aren't you doing the same thing? And gets mad at May. And starts hitting her. Doesn't use her power. It just starts beating her. And May's basically just kind of letting her do it mm -hmm. until she finally stops her and starts fighting back. Right. And then, of course, Cora loses control again and does one of her blasts. And, of course, May being May ducks back out of the way and it blasts a big giant hole in the wall. Uh, and that's when May realizes that, uh, uh, right, she's out of control again. But before anything else can happen, Garrett shows up. And grabs the core right. and leaves, so they disappear. <clears throat> so in the meantime, Mac and them are getting ready to dock, try to dock with the Zephyr, uh, but the Chronicon ships appear because Seuss, I mean, because Malak had signaled for them, right? And come to find out that uh, Sybil had signaled for them a long time ago, and they were just waiting for a signal to appear. And uh, Daniel Malak, uh, excuse me. Uh, Nathaniel yeah. sent the signal. So they all showed up and he got on the radio and said, okay, this is, you know, Nathaniel Malik, you are, you know, your uh, predictor Sybil is giving you the order to fire, you know, fire whenever you're ready. Uh, so in the meantime, while that's going on, Colson is on the base saying, okay, uh, you know, suddenly it's become Mr. Right, Computer right, right. Science. And he's saying, he's pulling up the last thing that Sybil pulled up, which happened to be the location of all the shield bases. Right. And of course, Dave, I mean, excuse me, Yo-Yo is looking in. So, so you're a computer geek now? So, I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, so he pulls up all the bases and he's trying to talk to the hub. And he gets a hold of the hub and said, "Yeah, hey, Lighthouse, good, good to hear from you, but we didn't think you were uh, active anymore." Right then is when the Chromacons start firing, right. and the first one that goes out it's is the hub. hub. Now this is actually something interesting that I just learned today from one of the one of the observant fans on Twitter, is you know they had the map of where all the bases were, and they showed them going out as right. the Chromacom zone. Well, the first one that went out was the hub, right? And it showed exactly where the hub was, which was in toward Alaska. Right. Remember, every time you ever went to one of those bases, like the sandbox, the right. hub, it always said location classified. Right. Well, not anymore. And <laughs> we know where it is because they just showed us, or at least where it was. I was just classified no more. Right. That's what I said. Uh, they said, uh, I think I said on Twitter, I said, so they said, uh, no comment about where the hub is. And, and once they went off record, they said, we're going to have to move the hub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, at this timeline, it doesn't matter because they all got destroyed, including the Triskelion. Yeah. That was which wasn't thing. supposed to be, I mean, I, I think it was there, but it just wasn't supposed to be active yet. Right. At that time, in the original timeline. 
anyway, so of course, well, none of the nothing right. That was going no, on right none of this is right. So anyway, so Colson is sitting there looking at the map of their thing. He said they're 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 doing it. They're taking out Chief. Right. Uh, and basically, that's kind of how it ends. Though uh, Cora ends up back on the ship with Nathaniel. Right, because he's been she's been teleported. Right, too, and of course Nathaniel's thanking her, saying, "Hey, we could never done this without your help." And uh, he kisses her at the end of it. Mm. Uh, I think she's still. I think there's something more in her about the whole mother, her mother getting killed thing than she was showing there. I think uh, eventually that's going to come out against Nathaniel with Cora. I'm thinking maybe. Uh, well, again, uh, so basically we're down now. To the two, the two-hour final, which is Wednesday, right? Uh, and like I said, where not that many people tend to talk for the most part about Agents of Shield. This week, it's been a plethora, right? And of course, I've been doing my share of <laughs> plethora, plethoring, <laughs> uh, which is kind of cool though, because uh, a lot of the people behind the scenes have been on Twitter a lot, talk, you know, just kind of reminiscing about the seven scenes. So getting a chance to talk with people that. You know, might normally not get to talk to, uh, and all the cast members are coming on, you know, talking about. And that thing actually, they've been done total with that series since October 2019. It's been in the cans. Wow. That's what I said. So you guys said you, well, you guys are a whole lot better than Tom Holland because I would have been spilling my guts between uh, <laughs> now and then about what had happened. But uh, they've been doing a good job of keeping their mouths shut. Uh, so we're all going to find out <clears throat> in just a few days. I'm trying to decide what we're going to do podcast-wise on that. If we're going to just do it right afterwards, or we should, we should probably. Be with you, we I, should we, probably do it while we're watching. Right, it. as I said, we could literally, you know, I we can't include any of the video from it because Marvel. Well, just right. Made, well, I mean, we don't. Have but to. we can certainly do our openings, go into it, and during commercials, does that say exactly what we're thinking at the time we're yeah. watching it? Which I think what we might do. It'll be fun. Uh, right. It'll be different. Right. And it'll, and it'll be immediately out on the right. and out be, on, yep. instead of us waiting. Well, we'll be immediately out, but it'll, it'll be out a lot quicker than yeah. we put it out. Uh, yeah. uh, well, you know, we're for those people who haven't gotten quite around to it yet. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're, we don't want to spoil spoil things for you. So we wait until like the day before the next one shows right. to Why tell you. Uh, so you can never say that Martin Kenny coffee bin spoiled our show they told us what happened before we wanted right. to know if you if you didn't watch it then you don't want to watch it right apparently and then shame on you anyway so right. <laughs> so you should have watched it. right so what do you think is going to happen here in our final well i i as i have said really honestly probably this whole season as soon as i've been looking for fits for a while i really felt like he was somewhere taking care of their daughter while Gemma was rescuing May and doing what they had to do and knowing that she would not get back and for a little bit but knowing that the only way they could get this done was if well here's the thing that kind of though I I kind of feel like I really feel like Enoch is with Fitz right now and I feel like it's a like a Chronicom double that was with, or a, a, a like a double, um, or even maybe. Well, see, to me, or maybe it's maybe it is an Enoch, um, 
Well, almost kind of like an LMD. You know? Right. You know, well, of course, you know, of course, Enoch is a chronicle in many ways. Right. But, you know, again, we kept talking about when they go back in time, the other Enoch is still there from the original. And maybe that's the Enoch and that's, that's with Right. Fitz. And that's what I'm thinking. That's why you could theoretically have another Enoch Since with Fitz. obviously these two things can coexist. And the other thing that is the real kicker here is that Daisy is alive and her mother is dead and she hasn't even had her yet. Right. So, I mean, you got all kinds so of time paradoxes going on there. Stuff. So, here's, um, and that's, I gotta be honest with you, that's the only reason I thought that that Jiang would, would survive that uh, that neck break because I really thought that somehow she was going to be back uh, in the saddle mainly because of uh, because of Daisy. So do you think there's any way they turn it around by going back and preventing events from happening or is that, that I ship don't know. sailed? I don't know if that ship sailed mainly because if if Chronicoms now have this information about how to time travel and and they have uh the seer who is um her name Sybil Sybil um you know I, I I'm not I'm not exactly sure I'm not exactly sure how that's going to mesh with Will they have to go to the future to make sure they don't get the information so that they can go to the past and go back over? I, know, again? I, 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 I mean, that's the only way, and that's the only way they get to the time. And here's the other problem with that whole thinking: is if they do that, does the world get torn apart again? So, because now you have because when they fixed the timeline, or when they made it so that you know the world did not get quaked apart. That was the beginning of changing the the change in the timeline, and so if that happens, where where do you go back to, and what do you make not happen? I know I, I'm getting to agree with Max. Don't, don't be messing with that stuff. It, yeah, uh, right. uh, because now you've created waves instead of ripples, and now you've really really messed it up badly. Right. So. How do you refix it? Branch off into something. Right else. again, that's but, what again that's what time travel does. It just screws the pooch all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he said so. Wednesday night, nine o'clock. Apparently, time and time and time. Right. Uh, is the final, and you're going to have a whole lot of excited and sad people all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, excited to see what happens, and sad because it's going to end. Uh, and as we said, we kind of figured that they could easily put. Uh, Daisy in the MCU. Mm-hmm. They could easily put Yo-Yo in the MCU. Uh, I don't know yeah. if there's any other, you know, I guess it depends on what happens with, with Korra, if they straighten her out. She's got enough power that she could be uh, in the MCU, but I've never heard, of course, I never heard of Quake before Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And apparently she'd been in the comic books. So would Yo-Yo, for that matter. Right. So, um, well, Agents of yeah, well, well, the TV show was the first time I'd ever heard of them. Uh, but apparently, people who have read the comics were familiar with. So the let me ask you a question about that: Is that was that a 1930s kind of quake thing from the comic book, or was no? That, that was a that was or more, is that recent? No, that was recent. Oh, okay, I was just wondering. So I uh, was wondering why Susan found it so funny. Oh, well, I didn't know if he was like, yeah, that's in the comic. He thought no, yeah, he, he was probably thinking it was the chocolate drink. That was quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, there was a um, oh no, it was a quiz. No, that's a breakfast, Sarah. Right. 
so anyway, so uh, that's pretty much what we got for a brand new day. And uh, like I said, we, we're heading to the final and we're going to be talking a ton about that, possibly on the day of uh, or the night of, since mm -hmm. uh, again, because someone decided to schedule their vacation during the week they're showing the final. So I don't have to fight that battle. Uh, so in the meantime, I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we'll see you again maybe Wednesday, Thursday on Martin and Kathy's Coffee Bench. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Bench. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.